everybody. Hi. We What's are up? going to record today, even though Chris said he didn't want to. Oh, yeah. I'm just tired. He's tired. Yeah. I'll wake well, up. You could just sit there. I'll wake up. Wake up. So here's what I like about this camera being here, Sarah, is that I don't have to turn my head to look at you. Whenever I talk to you, I'm just going to address okay. the Can camera. Can you stop you. flexing to the I'm camera? I'm not flexing to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> but now I want to sit with my arms. Well, I want to make sure that's on TV. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> Um, okay. Okay. So, what should we talk about? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, there's, a, there's some movie news. We have lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah what's up? What well, do we I, got? Feel, I feel like we should start with Game of Thrones, but I don't know. Why not? How um, do you feel about that? Sure. We also have movie news. Should we talk about Game of Thrones first, or should we? Yeah, let's just talk just, about it now. Yeah, just say So that. if people don't want to hear it, they can just skip ahead a little. Okay. They can use We're going to start by talking second. about Game yeah. of Thrones, because it was this... Almost last episode, the yeah. finale is airing this weekend, and holy crap, people have thoughts about it. Yes. There, there are opinions. There are a, lots of there's, opinions. There's uh, 370,000 opinions. opinions. Actually, it's close it. to 500,000 now. Wow. I just saw that. People update. people are idiots because they actually yeah. want yeah. them to remake like, this Like, you season. think that that's really going <laughs> to happen? No, no. I mean, I know I it's a, it's a, a joke point. petition, yeah. but like, come, I mean. I don't like, think it's a joke. I'm pretty sure it was probably oh, yeah. started by someone <laughs> who's stupid enough probably, to think right. that mm-hmm. they can make a difference. Yeah, let's make, yeah. Them, let's make them restart. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. HBO will be like, oh, we hear you. So I think, I feel like for every one person that actually did like the bells, um, Two people did not like it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I would say that most of the people that I've talked to have the mostly similar feelings to what I felt about it um, compared to those who are just like, yeah, it was a great episode. Stop. Stop. Stop your complaining. Yeah. Um, I've so, been really annoyed with the people who are like, well, was it really a surprise that Daenerys did what she did? Here, Here's why it's not a surprise. And it's like, that's not the problem we're no. having. The problem yeah. we're having is that it was like. In a small, single episode. Yeah, it right. was like yeah. small hints every season and then a quick turn in the last season. Like, yeah. right. That's not how... It's just, it was just too fast of... Oh, I, I don't think inherently any of the decisions or threads that they were pulling on were bad ideas by any means. Like, I, yeah, I think the Danny thing makes sense for where she eventually would have ended up and yeah. probably mm. should should have be the villain in this. But yeah, you're right. Like, there wasn't any indication that she was going to just go from like zero to 60 and start killing children yeah right and that's that's my main beef is like she's not going to be murdering kids like i cannot um get on board with the fact that she's just mil- like right in- yeah. murdering innocent people somebody um on one of my facebook posts today did say though like to her to her like they were her enemies like those right. were her, cause, mm-hmm. because they did not overthrow over she they did not the people did not overthrow Cersei. So therefore in Danny's mind, those were her enemies. But like there wasn't enough of that no. to know what was they going on in her yeah, brain. Like, at all. like none none of that. And that's fine if that's how she felt, but I still am not there yet. I'm still not at the place where I can um fathom that she would see them as her enemies and start killing little kids. Mm-hmm. Well, and and I mean you had mentioned this too. Like they barely even showed her. No, they they sh- didn't. They at show all. her on the drag on the dragon. Right do it the first time and mm-hmm. then after that you don't see her again yeah but i and think that was kind of, purposeful so we yeah. could see the severity of what's going yeah. on mm-hmm. i don't so yeah which is weird though because like i mean obviously it was purposeful they didn't want us to see what was going on in danny's world at that time uh-huh. but like that's what we needed like we right. needed to be in her mind and sure in her thoughts to like what if she's just like sobbing okay uncontrollably it? and then she's like oh my gosh yeah, I don't yeah. Know. no so. but I, but I, seriously it's like i that yeah i think it was lacking her like i didn't buy that at all mm-hmm. because it didn't set it up 
at all mm-hmm. to me. So then when she did that, I was like, okay, I understand why. But I don't. I wasn't satisfied because there was the same way I wasn't satisfied with several things in that episode, mm-hmm. including right. Cersei and Jamie. Yeah, yeah. that was, was very nothing, unsatisfying. Yeah. Okay. One last thing on Danny before we move on to that storyline. Um, I, I read an article that said they reduced her to nothing more than a fire breathing drone in the air, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, that's exactly like how I felt about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Jamie and Cersei. They died in a rock slide, rock, <laughs> rock yeah. falling. Or did they? Well, no, they're dead. They? <laughs> they're very dead. I think. Yeah, I think Lita Heaty had like a goodbye thing. Yeah, so. uh, and they said basically in the behind the scenes they're dead. So, yeah. um, they're dead. How did you guys feel about that? I was. The, I thought it was really lame. Yeah. Like I think their performances were incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, Lita Heaty's performances in particular was really good in that whole episode, but. And in that moment, but it just was like she's been the big bad of the whole show, and she's done so many terrible things. And I know that the show is kind of known for like, well, misdirection, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But that's different. It just yeah. felt too mm-hmm. unsatisfying. Like, I don't know. I think maybe it would have. I mean, I don't know. I don't You're know. setting I her up to be this bad person, which she's no. Been. They didn't set her up. She is a bad she, person throughout yes. the whole season. They've you know she's a bad person. So then why is it that? Ramsey had like a great death. Yeah. Joffrey had a great right. death, and you're uh-huh. like, that's what people were waiting for. Was like, oh my gosh, Cersei's gonna die, and then this happens, and it was like almost too humanizing her. But then there wasn't a satisfying death yeah. to me. It was like, oh, rocks fell on me. I'm dead. Uh-huh. I honestly feel like the creators are like, well, you know what? We're not. That's expected. It's like when there's a bad guy, you're expecting them to, you know, stick it to them. You know, mm-hmm. like they they're getting what they're deserving. And I think in this case, they're just like, no, like, we're known for not doing what's expected. So, like, why would we just, like, kill her in the way that people want, you Mm -hmm. know? So, like, in a way, it's, like, exactly what Game of Thrones does is, like, make you expect something and then totally, like, turn it around on you. But it still sucks. I was also (laughs) In that case, it still sucks. I was kind of thrown off. And tell me if I'm wrong here. But I was also kind of annoyed at the fact that they set it up to where... Cersei in the previous episode had said that like, well, she's going to have to go against what she believes and she's going to have to burn the whole place down in order to over mm-hmm. or whatever. And she, and because I think Cersei had said that about Danny, like if she wants to come here, she's going to have to burn the whole place down. So then I was annoyed by the scene where Cersei's looking out the window and then all of a sudden when the place starts burning down, then she's crying. And I'm like. I don't know. I just don't. I don't, I don't think she actually expected it to happen. And I don't yeah. think she's crying for the city. She's crying because it means she's done. Yeah. 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 Well, she was done before when the bells <laughs> rang and she didn't cry. But then all of a sudden when the fire starts, then she's like, oh, I'm going to cry now. Well, because the whole place is being destroyed, she's likely going to die. Well, so, you know, I just thought that like pl- my biggest beef, too, is it's one thing to have them die not in the way you expect, but because they're covered in rocks, no one's even going to know that she's dead. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to have to, they're going to have all the yeah. characters are going to have to assume that she's dead. But like, there's not going to be. I, I highly doubt they're going to go dig into the rubble to look for no. bodies. Yeah. You know, so there's not even going to be a satisfying moment of like them knowing for mm-hmm. sure that yeah. Cersei's dead. So it just nope. built. You just assume. Yeah. And like Tyrion, how's Tyrion? Tyrion will think that maybe Jamie got her out or something. Like, that's that's a good mm-hmm. point. Maybe that maybe that's gonna be the thing. Maybe he's gonna think that that's that is what happened, and then somehow be revealed that it didn't yeah, or something. It's just I don't know. Too. Yeah, I didn't like it. I, I don't mind the. F- I love that psycho. Like, well, they came in the world together. They have to leave the world together. Great. They should have left the world together in pure agony, not in some like heroic like 
death of mm-hmm. like some like I mean I just feel like it was not heroic but that's not the right word I guess just like oh they had their like happy ending no, but if you think about Which it from that stupid. same point yeah I mean like like I said the other deaths of bad guys have been pretty brutal and then mm-hmm. hers is like with eh. the, they yeah. both died with the person they love it was almost like yeah. poetic like right. I, I and that kind of pissed me off I'm like I don't want poetic for Cersei like and Jamie, it's like he had this whole character arc. Like, granted, he was wishy-washy the entire mm-hmm. eight seasons, and he'd always go back and forth between like. But I feel like he was. I don't know. I don't. I don't like how they went back on him. Yeah. Even though he was always kind of just like, pick a side, Jamie. Like, what are you? Or you're trying to be a good man. And then I also didn't like how he's like, oh, I don't care about the people. He didn't. He didn't ring the bells. Like he was supposed to ring the bells. Yeah. He was gonna be the per- like he told Tyrion, I'll try. He was gonna try to do it, but he didn't even like do that he went straight to find cersei but it's like you killed the the mad king because he was about to burn down an entire city but this time you just don't care about all of that like where do your things we do morals lie yeah the things we do it's just it's it's the last season it just feels completely rushed it's just too that's that's ultimately my complaint complaint i'm not i'm not besides the cersei jamie thing i don't have a problem with where it's going i just think that it's too rushed yeah. to, right. to get and you think after an hour and a half or an hour and 20 minute episodes that you could fit pieces in there but one, it just seemed, one you know, more episode two more episodes we need a little we right. need, and i think that's what everybody i was kind of really saying. upset like, give us a little bit more i was really upset i i have to tell you uh gretchen does not watch game of thrones mm-hmm. so my wife watched the episode with me because she knows how big it is now and uh i was really upset that that was the episode because I thought she thought it was really bad too. Uh-huh. I mean, she doesn't know. She really caught on to the characters and who they are. But even she sat through that and she's like, it wasn't very good. Hmm. And like, it just, it's disappointing. I would have liked for my wife to enjoy a better episode. <laughs> well, you than that. can't really start watching that show. That, <laughs> that, <less>. this. that <laughs> doesn't really make any sense no. whatsoever. Um, but uh, Mountain and. Um, the hound yeah, that, that was satisfying enough. Good look, the Clegane Bowl was yeah. pretty great. I if think. that wouldn't have happened, there was a part of me that was like, if this doesn't happen either, I'm gonna be furious. Yeah. <laughs> like if something, if like a rock just falls on the mountain and then it's done or something. But yeah, that was satisfying enough. And I really liked his little scene with Arya at the be- like beginning, yeah. where he yeah. like gotten when they were in the Red Keep and. Yeah, he was, was a little good. far-fetched with the knife going through his head and his brain, and then no, he's, he's still a, like, well, he's a zombie. He's dude. a zombie now. Although I more so was probably a little like, and I know that they don't want to rush it because they wanted it to be good, but like the mountain through uh, the alchemist or whoever he was, yeah. the, the hand of Cer- Cersei's hand, mm-hmm. and it, he his head exploded Qui-Gon. from the yeah. force, but like he couldn't have Quiburn. killed. Quiburn, Quiburn. Sure, whatever. Yeah. But then when he's squeezing <laughs> the hound's eyes, it takes a few seconds and the yeah. hound is able to get out. It's like, okay, let's be consistent with right. how strong the mountain is. Yeah. Please. So that was my only beef with it, but it's still, I, I get it. They wanted it to be more climactic or whatever. But The same way with all of a sudden the uh, arrows didn't work all of a sudden. Yeah, they had like, a million they, of yeah, those. Yeah, and then in previous episode it took one. And well, was, they always yeah. use the plot device when they need it. Like, yeah. oh, the dragons yeah. aren't powerful, but now they are. Yeah. Oh, the the um, scorpions can kill everybody mm-hmm. like easily, but nope, now they're super easily destroyed. All she has to do is fly behind them. Yeah, I know. Well, they're hard to turn. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're hard to turn. But like, why didn't she just do that at Dragonstone then? <laughs> well, because it was a sneak attack. You know, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh when at the Emmys the writers are nominated. <laughs> For one, I don't know what episode it is. It is interesting because it's been these ep- the last two episodes have been like 
critically rated so low, like mm-hmm. the they've been like the lowest on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. And whatever your feelings of Rotten Tomatoes, obviously critics are not liking it either. So I, yeah. it will be interesting to see because I would have thought it would clean up at the Emmys because it's the final season. Right. But may, maybe they'll maybe honor like, the performances or yeah. something. Right. Um, the acting's been great. I just yeah. yeah, the characters just aren't fleshed out for me. They went from like very detailed and yeah, mm-hmm. you could always tell you know what was going on in their heads and where they stood, and then they just started going back on stuff. And now I just feel like we're looking at like very stock characters. Uh-huh. And I'm sure it's really hard to end a show like that but still well i think i think that that's gonna ultimately like could hurt them at the emmys because now they're gonna realize that maybe these writers aren't that great <laughs> since they don't have the content to rely mm-hmm. on anymore. i just i'm not sure the writing is bad necessarily i just don't think i think they were given too few episodes for what they had yeah. to work with like i think it would have been fine if they had just added in a couple more episodes mm-hmm. like had a normal mm-hmm. size season yeah it would have been okay I don't know. Um, this week's going to be interesting. Do you guys have any predictions on what's going to happen? Um, I, think Sansa, I think Sansa is going to maybe be on the throne or at least some version of the throne. Like mm-hmm. there's probably not going to be a real throne, but it's been burned. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think maybe Sansa is, is going to sort of be, I don't really know like who's going to kill Daenerys, if it's going to be Arya or Jon, but I feel like, you know, I feel like they're, something's going to happen with Arya this episode, obviously, because mm-hmm. that's why you spent so much time with her at the end of this last one. She but. had a white horse, which yeah. was supposed to like symbolize death riding in on a horse, like, white horse, I guess. Mm-hmm. You guys see that? Yeah. yeah. Somebody tweeted, Bran called it an Uber for. <laughs> <laughs> I know. A lot of people think that that's Bran working into the yeah. horse. I don't know that I buy that because, uh, I don't know. I have a really bold prediction. Yes. Uh, it's going to end. Yeah, it is going to end. That's my bold prediction. So I know I, for a yeah. fact it's going to end. Kind of what I think is going to happen is um, I think Danny's going to be far gone. Like, she, there's mm-hmm. no remorse for her. I don't think she cares that she just burned a whole city. I think she thinks she's in the right and she's just totally gone now. Mm-hmm. So there's not going to be any talking in any sense to her. So I think she is going to think that Tyrion and Sansa betrayed her, A, because Sansa told Tyrion about john's parentage and she even like had that line when she was with john about oh he's she's one or whatever Mm -hmm. so i think she's gonna try Tyrion and sansa probably for treason or say that they're traitors and try to kill them and then john's gonna have to step in and save his sister i i think that could very well slash cousin (laughs) (laughs) oh we didn't mention also the poison yeah, so Varys was, was poisoning her at yeah. the beginning. I didn't catch that until I yeah, saw an article well, yeah. about it. Was that confirmed, or is it just still just a theory? I mean, I, no, like no one in the Game of Thrones world has right. said that that's sure. true, but I think it's pretty obvious now that I know about it. It makes sense. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. He said, "We'll try again at supper." Like, what else could he be talking about? Yeah. Trying to feed her again. That was what. I had, that's how I read it mm. in the moment. Was like, is she eating? No. Okay, we'll try again in the morning. Like, but why would he care at that point? Because he's already said. He, no, like, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Like in the moment, that's what I felt. Mm-hmm. So you're probably like it. May, that's why it makes sense. The poison yeah, thing yeah. makes yeah. sense. Oh yeah. But if yeah. it's but that that's not what it was, then that would be the explanation, yeah. I suppose, is that he's just trying to get her to eat. <laughs> but but you're I don't right. think I don't he. Can, yeah, like yeah. It, that yeah. doesn't make sense because he's already said he'll do whatever he can to like stop her. Uh-huh, so like yeah. that's supposed to be us knowing. Like, oh, he's going to go as far as to yeah. try to kill her because Tyrion's like, please don't. So we know he's trying to kill her mm-hmm. or he's going to send somebody mm-hmm. to kill her. So I'm trying I to think kill her, it makes but sense. feed her first. Yeah, yeah, like he doesn't. He's trying to offer. I'm pretty sure. And also, there was the episode several seasons ago where he says talks about oh poison is a woman's weapon but mm-hmm. also a eunuch so very likes poison mm. uh, all right well 
What? Sorry. Go. No, I was just going to make a nice little swing to our next topic. Yes. Speaking of poison. Do you know what our next what? topic is? No, but I'm going to make it. What is it? Midsummer trailer. Okay. Okay. Can we talk about that real sure. quick? Sure. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I thought the uh, the full trailer for Midsummer uh, that comes out July second or third. Yeah. Yeah. One of those two days uh, was released, and it looks quite interesting. We got a little. I I like what you said uh, when we talked about the trailer that the, the beginning part the dialogue mm-hmm. does seem a little weak. Something, it seems like a typical yeah. like B. Something felt movie. off, but because it's a horror film, like you can excuse it. But I think for me, because Hereditary was so good, that when I saw how kind of un- how off the dialogue felt mm-hmm. i was just more kind of bummed like okay i really want this to be really good like i don't want this guy to come in on this second feature and then yeah. be bad it felt but... really familiar to me mm-hmm. and i don't know well, yeah, what movie too. it was that like well, reminds me well, i've never man seen wicker man word. though yeah mm-hmm. like it like okay kids going on like a break or something hostel. well no. hostile or ruins some of those lines just, yeah. i haven't seen either it of is those a either. typical i mean story yeah. arc in horror that some maybe like meets somebody weird and then cabin they, in the know. woods kind of like or or even like trip and... or, or even something simple like the invitation which mm-hmm. is yeah. just a uh, people get invited to this place and there's something sinister going on right. that, that they're not aware of like there, it's been a it's a very familiar trope and story but uh, but I'm sure it'll be as long as it's creepy, mm-hmm. as long as it succeeds in being scary. Then that's why Hereditary had layers. Yeah, this one does. Like it's going to be interesting once they get to this festival. But it does seem like it's that typical uh-huh. girl meets guy. She wants to get away because something tragic happened, and then all of a sudden he's weird and he's part <laughs> of this random cult. I mean, like we have seen that similar story before. Mm. So I hope he does it well. Because yeah. it does look, re- I mean, he did some really cool stuff with Hereditary, and it was a for sure. film. But also, Tony Collette carried. I mean, the movie was great without her. Uh huh. But it was Wait, taken to another Hereditary. Hereditary yeah. But it was taken to another level with Tony Collette. Yeah. Because she's. And I don't really awesome. know any of the actors in this new one. Um, I know Jack Rayner has been in a few things, like he was in On the Basis of Sex and one of the Transformers movies. Uh, and then the lead actress Florence Pugh. I think that's who oh, that okay. is. She's okay. about to be a big deal. She was in like uh, she's she's been in a bunch of stuff and is about to be in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. So she's about to blow up. But and then oh, the Will Poulter from uh, Oh yeah, yeah. where the Millers. I did yeah. like him. Yeah, he's good. I did recognize him. He was supposed to be Pennywise and he wasn't. Yeah, that's right. I you know I liked him in Bandersnatch. Yeah. Oh, also uh, Cheaty from The Good Place is in this. Hmm. Oh, he was like barely in the trailer, but he's there. So it just looked yeah. like a bunch of crazy, weird, uh, weird white people like <laughs> doing some weird flower festival. Yeah. They're going to start getting all murdery up in there. They're going to be yeah. committing suicide and giving people drugs. And yeah. So weird. yeah. Cool. Well, when that comes out the summer, right? Midsummer? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like beginning summer. Maybe that's why they moved the release date was because <laughs> yeah. they wanted it to be in the middle of summer. Right. That's probably exactly comes out in the summer. 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 Yeah, and I guess it is. It's summer. They did because, say yeah, they in the movie. The trailer, yeah. In the movie, they said midsummer. So I was really thankful. No. I was like, okay. they, yeah, I'm like, yeah, they do. But it's summer. What summer. Like, yeah. Midsummer. But the character says summer. Midsummer. Yeah. Dumb. That's... I don't think that's how they pronounce it in. In England. Where are they at? In Switzerland. Or Switzerland. Or something. Switzerland? I I was getting a Scandinavian vibe. It was either Sweden or Switzerland. I was thinking Sweden. Somewhere not here. (laughs) Like the windmills and the Uh big old. Yeah. That's Sweden. It's got to be Whichever one. One of the swas. 
the Swiss. Swiss. Um so other horror movie news. Um Chris Rock is going to try to yeah. remake the Saw movies. I don't I know don't why. Like I, don't I Chris Rock, dude, you're awesome. Yeah. But just don't do this. I mean, everybody I don't loves want Chris, it. but I get I it. Know. Like the Saw movies were so stupid successful that they're just like, you know doing whatever they can to milk it but god you know, just go away it doesn't if, really see like his wheelhouse to me but no right if i could go one halloween without hearing saw that <laughs> yeah. would be amazing because it was growing up it was every single halloween well they made they eight is out. that what we discussed yeah. they made eight they did seven and then like a it was a few years later they did jigsaw so they tried to do a new one in 2017, mm-hmm. but it wasn't it, it wasn't very successful. That's why I'm like, why are we why are I we pushing? People it? are just over it. I've only seen one. Well, I've seen three of them. I th- I've, yeah, I've seen the first three. You, one, th- uh, two, and three were directed by I forgot his name. But he's from Overland Park. Really? Yeah. I've Ooh. only seen one. I think I've the maybe first one? seen yes. Um, I th- it, well, that wasn't bad. I mean, it's mm. still a horror movie, but I don't. I just feel like it got way more torturey, porny, right. like towards yeah. two, three, four, five, six, and seven. <laughs> um, but I do remember there was like a scene from I don't know if I was it was just like happened to be on TV. I don't remember what which saw movie it was, but I remember like a guy. His choice was to like jump into a giant thing of like needles. That was the second one. Was that the second one? Yeah. Yeah. So he's like looking at all these like needles and he had to like go find a key in them or something Mm. like that. And that's when I was like, I'm out. This is so stupid. You're really going to make a guy jump into needles? Like, are you freaking kidding me? No. I don't understand. I mean, because the first one they got away from everything that the first one did, they got away from. Because the first one had like a great shock of an ending. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody could have guy really was alive. That. He was laying on the uh, ground the yeah. whole time, and he was alive. It was crazy. That and the timeline sort of getting funky because I know Carrie Ellis, or have you pronounce it now, mm-hmm. came back in one of the later movies, yeah. and I, I just yeah, I, yeah. I, I and I don't know. David Gordon Green and Danny McBride did something cool with Halloween, but this isn't Halloween, so I'm just like, we I well, just want to be done with it. The, I, the best part of the Saw movies was, and I totally forgot his well, James Wan. Yeah, and then I forgot the other guy's name who did Insidious with James Wan, Lee Whannell. Yes, like that. and he—it was funny because we watched Masters of Horror. Um, I think that's what it was called. It, mm-hmm. Or it was some like horror show around the documentary. Thing. Yeah, the documentary yeah. that was really cool. And he—they talked about Saw, and he said that like he openly said that like the rest of them are terrible, <laughs> and like it's like gone way too far, uh-huh. and this whole thing and. That was the best thing that could have happened from that was James Wan and him. Because mm-hmm. I think they do. They do good stuff now. Yeah, good yeah. stuff now. I just don't see, yeah, like, is it going to be any different than any of the Saw movies? And if not, then why do we care right. anymore? Right. And I, I don't know, who, like, the audience, like, the audience isn't there anymore. It's like Avatar to me. Like, do people even <laughs> care? There's a small audience There's now, definitely guess, people out not. there that like it, but, yeah. <sighs> Crazy. It's weird that Chris Rock's behind it. Who knows? Okay, moving on. I also, there's been some, we're going to move on to some Keanu Reeves stuff. <laughs> Perfect. I can talk about Keanu Reeves all day. I know. Oh, right. Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. You wanted to talk about? Yeah. Okay. I've, the Black Mirror trailer came out yes. for yeah. season five. And there's only three episodes. Yeah. And yeah, I, I was surprised. I, I'm wondering, is there a chance that they could do, did you mention this to me? Or maybe I just. I mean, yeah, they could do it in two parts, maybe. Yeah. And maybe it's like. Because there is, like you had mentioned, there's a lot there. So maybe uh-huh. that it's spread across 
Like maybe it's three chapters, and maybe there's two episodes. Maybe in each they're chapter, really long, or maybe. But also, when when this before this was a Netflix show, and it was on BBC or where or whatever mm-hmm. channel it was, mm-hmm. there it was only three episodes a season. Yeah. So it's not that shocking. But well, I think it's also has to do with Bandersnatch coming out. Right. So. Sure. Sure. It's just weird what they're doing. Where in season what when Netflix took over season three. Maybe yeah, three, three or four, three right? or four, and then they were doing like eight episodes, yeah, and then now because the banner snatched, I was like, okay, I guess that's what we're getting this year or whatever, and then it was bandersnatch and then now it's three episodes. I, I so, guess I, I do. It's, I would prefer quality over quantity. So yeah, yeah. If they're really good, that's all that matters. Yeah, but they look. It looks interesting because they got good people. Mm-hmm. Miley so Cyrus. Yeah, <laughs> she uh, looks like she's playing a pop star, which didn't seem like much of a shock. Yeah, but. right. When we know how much Sarah likes pop stars playing in movies, I know playing pop stars. Yeah, hate it. Lady Gaga. I didn't hate Lady Gaga, <laughs> but but there's also Anthony yeah. Mackie, and then the guy with Anthony Mackie, whose name I don't remember, but he was an Aquaman and uh, Topher Grace. He was in an episode of Handmaid's Tale. Well, I wasn't talking about Topher Grace, but yeah, he's in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that should be cool. I'm sure it'll be good. June 5th. Which is soon. That's sooner than I expected. Yeah. So, surprise. Cool. Surprise. Black Mirror. I love Black Mirror. What's going on with Keanu, Sarah? Yeah. Um, there's rumors that there may be another Matrix movie coming out or being developed, and it keeps going back and forth on whether or not yeah. it's going to be... Well, Keanu said he'd do it no matter what. Right. So, essentially... I'm pretty sure it was like 2017 or 18. There were initial rumors that some, that the Matrix was being developed, and I think Michael B. Jordan was going to be in it, or they wanted him to be in it, or something. And then Zach Penn, who I guess is writing it, just said that like they're trying to expand the world of the Matrix. But then, what was it? There was like a report a couple of days ago that was like, oh, the Wachowskis are not involved. Yeah. But then the director then of they John said, Wick, oh, they are. Yeah. But then, like, then uh, the director of John Wick's representatives came out and said. Oh, he he's not sure. He's whatever. I don't know. So it's like who knows. But I don't know. Do do you guys want more Matrix movies? Yes, I think like they totally could expand on the world. I mean, definitely think they, like two and three got really confusing. Uh-huh. But I still like the idea of it. Like I love the first. I love the Matrix. Like yeah. I think the Matrix is a great movie. Yeah, I, I, mean, I could hold, still watch mm-hmm. it. I think, yeah, I think, it's so fun. It, I think it still holds up. Yeah. I love just like the idea that people are sleeping and like they're living <laughs> in a simulation. And yeah. Sure, they, there's a lot you could do with that. Um, but yeah, it got so confusing during Revolutions and what was the other one? Uh, Reloaded. Reloaded. Yeah. Yeah. I like the action in Reloaded a lot, but the story in Reloaded. Well, and Revolutions. I was my like, problem mm-hmm. with the sequels though is that even their fight scenes got way too CGI heavy. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to see a CGI version of Keanu Reeves fighting. I wanted yeah. to see Keanu mm-hmm. Reeves yeah, fighting. That's true. So that was my beef with the se- one. Well, one of my beefs with the sequels. Besides, yeah, they just got overly. Yeah, when he was like and, flying around, it looked really stupid. Yeah, yeah, but there's even fight scenes where he's very CGI, yeah. and I don't even get why they had to do that. Mm-hmm. But, well, because he's fighting like a thousand people. Yeah, and I'm sure. I guess their budget was greater and stuff, yeah. but it's like it was just cooler to see a real person mm-hmm. do all this stuff. Got too big. But for he did bridges. die in the last one, so I don't really know how you come back from that. <laughs> you know, well, maybe he wouldn't. You know, God bless my mother because she took my friends uh, when we, I think it was my freshman year of high school to go see the last one mm-hmm. because we couldn't get in because it was rated R. And she sat there in the back of the theater the entire time. Reading a book? 
I'm sure reading the book because <laughs> she, I'm like, I don't understand how she did that. That was super nice because I, I would have not have done that because that movie was trash. <laughs> you like brought a book in or something. Yeah. Yeah. How do you even read in the dark though? Well, you bring a little book light. Maybe they brought a book mm-hmm. light. If they're in the back, yeah. you know, this is a pre cell phone. So I don't know that it would have gone in. I probably just would have hung out in the lobby. Yeah, that too. That, yeah, or I just would have dropped she, your she ass could. off. <laughs> Why did she go in? Well, I, maybe she didn't sit there the whole time, but I do know that she went in because I think that you had to at the time. Like yeah. they, this is when oh, was this, it rated R? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is at the theater that was at uh, across from Oak Park Mall. So she know. had to like go in Gla- with you South Glen, maybe is what it was called. I don't know. Yeah, but there was before a, my time. Of oh, Kansas City. oh yeah, duh. Yeah, so there's a theater right across from Oak Park Mall. Yeah, d- did parents used to have to go in with their kids? And parents used to have to go in with their. I don't kids. know that I ever saw a rated R movie like when I was. I'm sure he did. She probably just snuck it. Well, AMC was always growing up. They were really strict, uh-huh. like on opening night on well, Fridays they, and they Saturdays. Still are. Oh, they are. Oh, they are pretty still. sure. That's good. Do you have the intel there? Well, I used to work there. We used to have to stop teenagers and check their IDs and stuff because obviously a 16-year-old could just go to the automated ticket thing, mm-hmm. buy a ticket. So w- the ticket terror is supposed to check IDs still. And yeah. if they're have a, if they not 17, then that they have to get a refund. The coolest thing ever. I love when you say ticket terror. because Ticket it, taker, whatever you want to call it. It is totally a ticket terror. That's all they do. They no, I mean, like they're terrorizing people. Oh, I actually <laughs> really like that they're enforcing these things. Like, yeah. I think that should be enforced. Yeah. The worst actually was one time a lady was trying to take her like three-year-old kid and there's actually rules at AMC that you can't take a kid under whatever age, seven mm-hmm. or eight, after a certain time and she threw a fit. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sorry. But also, I don't want this. In my mind, I'm also thinking, I don't want this three-year-old in this R-rated yeah. movie. Like, let's hey, not do I mean, that. Do they can, Sadie know what the heck's going on in a movie like that? Uh, I mean, it's just such a big screen. It'd be They'd hard for her to just avoid be bored. it. Bored, like yeah. I don't but want I don't want, her, but I don't want her staring at murder or sex or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. then don't take her to see John Wick. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Is there sex in John Wick? No, no. but there is so oh. much murder. There's so much murder. It's so, so violent. Murder. We saw John Wick. Um, I really liked it. I think it was the best of the three. Lot. Um, because they really ramped it up. Oh they they took that movie up a notch. The murdery yeah. parts of it were so murdery. Yeah, it was, a lot more, <laughs> it was a lot more violent. It was really brutal. Yeah. Uh, I still probably prefer the first one, but I think it's just because I appreciate the simplicity of it. Mm-hmm. But I still very much enjoyed it. Uh, I think I liked it better than the second one for sure. Not that I didn't the like the second one. The fight sequences are just better in this one. A lot more memorable. A lot more. I felt like a lot of long takes mm-hmm. of these well yeah. choreographed fight scenes. And oh my goodness, it, it was great. So it really, it actually picks up like directly yeah, when the second one mm-hmm. ended, which kind of surprised me. But Is like the first one or the second one, like that, where it picks I don't think up it takes the place one? the like r- immediately. We after. don't really know, but it's okay. like, fair, fairly close. Yeah, they're like li- literally a few weeks have passed yeah. in these three movies, and that's yeah. it. It's like a couple of weeks or something, yeah. which is cool. It is very cool. It is really cool. And because Keanu doesn't age very much, it's, right. it, yeah. it works. He still looks so the same. Can you tell me the? Kind of the print because I don't know anything about John Wick. So, so what is like the overall? They call thing him here? Baba Yaga, which is the boogeyman. Uh-huh. Like he is a ghost. He is like the best assassin. Yeah, the most notorious mm-hmm. assassin. So he's um, not a real ghost, right? It's like okay. a. It's like a. What do you call it? like a League of Assassins? Like essentially, a part yeah. of, like basically, there's you're supposed to believe that in this world that there's literally thousands like of assassins mm-hmm. um, and they have like their own like safety places, like safe houses that they can go to. Currency. They like, can't yeah. fight. Like they have their special like currency that they use and like special rules. Like there's mm-hmm. rules they have to follow. Mm-hmm. Cause there's like a table 
who a like, high table. Yeah, they make the rules for all the assassins, and um, so he's one of them. But he like got out, so he fell in love. He wanted to not be an assassin anymore. He had to do like this crazy task to not be an assassin. We mm. never find out what that is because he wants to go be with his wife, and then she dies. Mm. She get killed? <laughs> no, she no, just gets sick. Just That's what I like cancer. about her. Yeah, she just she gets doesn't like die. A typical. Like he's out. Like nobody's mm. messing with this dude. Mm-hmm. Like he gets to go start his family and like be happy, but she dies and. Um, then Theon Greyjoy <laughs> um, doesn't know who he is and he steals his car mm-hmm. and kills his and dog. kills his dog. Yeah. So this sets John off and mm-hmm. he basically seeks his revenge. And the next thing you know, like he's back in the, he's back in the world, world yeah. and everyone. So it was the him. first one, like a, re- a pure revenge film. Yes. And then, yeah. the, and then the rest are just more like him just being an assassin. Sort no. of. It's more like, people kind of coming after him because of what he's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the third one, at the end of the second one, he kills a man on the Continental Grounds, which mm-hmm. is the Continental is a, hot- a hotel for these assassins or whatever, and the rules are you can't you kill, kill anybody mm-hmm. on those premises. So at the end of the second one, he kills a dude, and then they so they put a hit out on John Wick, and he's trying to survive. Mm-hmm. And Well, in the third one, he's like trying to survive, but he's also going to like appeal his... Or, uh, try, try to say like, hey, stop the hits out on me. Because yeah. like literally... Everybody is an assassin in this yeah. movie. Because yeah. it's like a $14 million hit on John Wick. He can't walk down the street without being tr- almost murdered by like 10 people. Yeah. So it's like how many people in this world are assassins? Yeah. Literally right. everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many assassins. Well, so even just the trailer, some of the scenes looked really cool. They oh were cool. Yeah. The fight sequences are amazing. Yeah. And it starts like strong. Like it yeah. starts and then once it finally. And it's funny. Oh, it is really funny. But it starts so strong that once it finally did let up, I'm like, it like was almost jarring to me. I was like, oh gosh, we're like no more fighting. Yeah. There's a lady coming to talk now. We're yeah. setting up story now. It was, it was, it was crazy. I will say I liked it a lot, but like in every movie that I've, all the John Wick movies, I do get a little fight fatigued. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like after a while, like it's just pure violence. And sometimes like you can just get tired of seeing mm-hmm. a guy's blown head blown off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> one after another, I, another after another after another, and like this happens for two hours. Like, yeah, because this one's kind of long. It's two ten. Yeah. Wow. So I, the only time I felt fatigued was just in some of the later fights where it was a lot of people like, okay, I'm gonna let you get up now, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna fight more. And it's like, why are you letting just stab him? You're, yeah. you're holding yeah. a sword or whatever. Just stab the like, dude. It's like yeah. a. It's the typical. Hollywood it's a thing, gang. Though. Well, it's a gang for these characters. Like, yeah. and John Wick is like super well known in the like assassin world so, like, so they're to like be able to fight him respect, is like yeah. wow like we're fighting john wick uh-huh. but yeah. so like they give him like more chances because it's like but then they, right <laughs> i don't know it's just funny um but i liked it i, I liked think it a lot i think the assassin world is very cool uh-huh. like it's interesting they brought they set that up they brought in a lot of new people uh Halle berry was great was angelica houston was that angelica yeah, houston yeah that was angelica houston she looks different now. Well, she's just, she's getting, she's old. getting older. She's getting Which, old. But yeah, like, I mean, I was like, oh, that's Angelica Houston. Yeah. But then I was like, is that Angelica Houston? Yeah. I mean, no one else looks like her, so. And then there was I this character, the character who like works for the high table, who's like the one that's like, you know, cleaning up the mess or whatever. Asia, I don't th- think her name, the actress's name is Asia Kate Dillon or something. I kept, ex- she was really good, but I kept expecting her to, to get into the fight and get into the action and she never did. So I'm kind of curious. She annoyed me. She annoyed you really? She was the one character I didn't like. Holly Berry's in it, but not for that long, but she's yeah. got a really good fight sequence, which and, is cool. And Jason Manzoukas, I was so excited that he was in this movie. Not as excited as the lady sitting next to oh, Sarah. Oh man, she <laughs> but was annoying. She was like, jumping in her seat and like kicking and then giggling what? every time it was on screen she was very why was that excited. so exciting though i don't get that he he has a big following like he he's he's great 
What else has he been in that I would know? The League. Uh, he's been in a lot of like. Wait, so which one is this in the League? Rafi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. He was in the second movie. No, he wasn't in the second one. I is thought he, he was like, one of the homeless dudes in the second movie. Uh-uh. This is his first is one. Is he a serious like fighter or is he like, no, just he, a comic he, relief? He's, he's, he only even speaks once in the movie, uh, he, but he's only in like three scenes. He's, he's really not in it very much. That's what I was going to say. Is like I was kind of bummed that he wasn't in it more, but yeah. hopefully he'll be around. In, in well, then they the had a homeless one. guy in the second movie that looks exactly there, like him. There was another homeless dude that you see a lot of in the second one, but Jason Mazzucas wasn't in the they second one. They look exactly alike then. There, he was a white guy, <laughs> like a very white dude in the second one, like bearded white. Well, then dude. maybe I don't know who you're talking about. Maybe it's the bearded white guy. I thought that you were talking about. Maybe he's been in. A, what else has he been in? He's What's been. In, he was in like Neighbors. Yes. Uh, he's been in episodes of The Good Place. What's his name? Jason Manzukis. So clearly, Greek, I don't know yeah. who I'm talking imp- about. Like a great <laughs> improv actor. Yeah, he is the funniest part of the league. He's so he's such a funny guy. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's been, he was in a bunch of episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine, and he's great. Lucas, yeah, he's really great. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's on the podcast. How did this get made? Which I think is oh, part of what a lot the, of his. He's knowledge. on the Good Place. Yeah. Did you say that? Uh huh. Yes. Derek is his character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's one of those guys that I was listening to an interview with him on another podcast where he was like, "What was he in the movie?" He was the one who says like TikTok, Mister Wick. Oh. That was like his only <laughs> dialogue. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because his character's name is the TikTok Man. He, they awesome. even gave him a poster. Like, he has his own poster that was released, but he's not in the movie very okay. much. But oh, yeah, the lady next to me was talk. making noise at every she was, second. Yeah. Like, it's just as bad. Like, I think, you know, you don't talk in movies. Mm-hmm. That's like a no-no. But do you think that it's equally as bad to sit there and make shouting, screaming noises <laughs> at everything, yes. too? Don't you think that's just as bad as yeah. talking? Like, an action sequence would happen. She'd go, oh, oh, <laughs> And like she was just like yeah. laughing and screaming and oh like just making like yeah. noises and I'm like that is just as bad yeah. as talking <laughs> in a movie. Well, it, it just seems so uncommon too for like an action movie because I expect some noises during <laughs> horror movies. But like well, I think like, laughter is fine, but yeah. this was like beyond. Like, how do you describe? I don't it? know. It was just it was, beyond. There, there were a lot of weird, loud reactions to just certain kills and uh-huh. stuff. People just get people love was this that a stuff. Open, like, open screen. She's going oh yeah ah. Okay. ah like there was there was somebody sitting everything. sort of behind me that pe- people were laughing when one guy gets killed and somebody's like why is why do people think this, this is, is funny? funny yeah yeah I heard that too I that know, was funny uh, I don't know I'm it was little... just, it was like too enthusiastic yeah I'm like dude just enjoy the movie you don't have to make a noise at every right. punch yeah. <laughs> stop uh, I just kept glaring at her but but it's it so it's so fun and they, there's like a matrix callback that it has that yeah, yeah I didn't catch it when we watched it I didn't notice it until did it he hold it. out his hand and, and do no. like this no no okay. no it was there was a, it was a dialogue it was a line. exchange yeah. it was good I don't know like I'm just a sucker for any kind of like kung fu like fighting again I want to learn yes. how to do that <laughs> well that's what's so great about the John Wick movies is because action movies don't do enough of this right. these kind of fighting styles right. that are so well choreographed like we we got into this age of like I, I, I don't know if Taken was the first one to do this but I blame the movie Taken because it was a lot of like quick cuts shaky cam Mm -hmm. tight shots so it makes it look like it's really fast but it's just like jarring editing and stuff but these movies are like the fight choreography yeah it's like a lot of wide shots and you're seeing people fight and Mm -hmm. you can tell when Keanu Reeves seems tired because he's like moving slower and stuff I think that's really cool yeah me too I really enjoyed that. Well, you guys yeah. are selling these movies. It's really fun. Well. They're, they're fun. Really so they, I mean, they're so fun. If you are just like an action guy, mm-hmm. like you, yeah. or girl, because I enjoy them. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you just like want to see some fast fight choreography, like mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say 
the plots aren't bad. Like no. I think the world that they create is very interesting. Uh-huh. Um, it's got some cool elements to it. The acting's great. The guy that plays Winston's been on all three. He's the guy from Deadwood. He plays yeah. Owl Swearinger. Love him. So seeing him in all the movies is always great. But um, just like a cool underworld of assassins, like with a lot of really good fights and a lot of good action sequences. Yeah. So I, I don't, really I don't see how anybody could not enjoy no, that. If you love Keanu Reeves like I do, you're going to love it. <laughs> Maybe I just need to watch more Keanu. You Keanu. should. It's bitching. <laughs> I have yeah. Point Break at home, I which I still Break. haven't watched ever. I love Point Break. Point Break's so, great. I mean, I like Catherine Bigelow. <laughs> so. so there's like lots of other fun Assassins movies with like fights like yeah. that. So like we kind of wrote down some of our favorites. Um, and like probably the one that comes to my mind, like with fighting like that is um, a mix between like the Bourne movies yeah. and mm. Kill Bill. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kill Bill especially. Those are pretty great, mm-hmm. like, brutal fight sequences. I will say, like, a lot of the board movies, they do a lot of those, like, shaky cam fights. They do. Quick cut stuff. But So maybe that's... Maybe but that, the like, hand-to-hand that combat Absolutely. is, like, very cool. Like, when yeah. you saw... Yeah. When we first saw, like, Matt Damon doing those, that, like, really, yeah. like, close-up hand-to-hand comment, like, all that, those movies, <laughs> I, like, were so quick. I always really cool. think of Paul Rudd and 40-Year-Old Virgin. He's like, man, I always thought Matt Damon was kind of a Streisand, <laughs> but he's rocking the shit in this one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's funny. Uh, yeah. yeah. I feel like this this movie had a little bit more of like the maybe like Asian influence in it mm-hmm. than the first two John Wicks. So like this one definitely had more of a Kill Bill feel for me because sure. it had some samurai and yeah. some of the fighting styles and uh, one of the assassins was an Asian character. So um, I think they brought in a little bit more Kill Bill to it. Yeah. It's funny because I think my favorite Hitman assassin movie is actually in Bruges, which doesn't totally. have a lot of those fight scenes and stuff, but yeah. it's still just such a good, it's more of like a good character mm-hmm. drama, but it's, or, well, and it's hilarious, but uh, obviously Colin Farrell and uh, Brendan Gleeson are Hitman in that mm-hmm. movie, but it, it's a, it's like a cool approach. Uh, side. It's like a cool side story to Hitman movies that you don't really see, and that's why mm-hmm. I like that one so much. I still haven't seen that. I like, it's so good. I like the more uh, serious, like dark assassin movies that don't have a lot of like pure like fight to fight like uh-huh. combat, head to head combat. Well, then you're not gonna like John Wick, Chris. <laughs> but I mean, but my my favorite assassin movie is Sicario. Oh yeah. Um. So I like. Oh, that. I guess his character. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a hitman. He's a hitman. Hit you're right. Yeah. There you go. Um. But I also love, uh, like, No Country for Old Men, mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction's a great one. Uh, even Road... See, it's it's, it's like formula. It's almost like a hitman who's out for revenge, like Road to Perdition. Sure. I put that down. Um, I haven't seen it, but I, 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 I knew of it when I was, like, thinking about these. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I haven't seen Road it. Road to Perdition's really good. Yeah. Paul Newman, Judd Law... Or Jude, Judd Law. Jude, Jude Law. <laughs> and uh, Tom Paul Hanks. Newman? Uh-huh. Wow. How old Tom was he Hanks when he made that Paul movie? Paul Newman. He was, I mean, that was probably one of his last movies. I, I think it imagine. was pretty close to the... Yeah. Oh, and that was uh, before Daniel Craig was Daniel Craig. I didn't realize that was a Hitman movie. Yeah, he basically... The, he's part of a mob. And Daniel Craig's character murders his family, hmm. his wife and son, and he has another son. And so he's try, trying to get his son out of this town. And then he's like also trying to like kill all these mob people That's at the cool. same time. A lot, I mean, a lot of Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, there's a lot of people in it. So it's what cool. Tom Hanks playing them? He's the lead, like the badass. Like, I mean, it's not like. He's, does he fight? No, he shoots. Does he shoot people? He shoots people. I can't see he has Tom a Tommy Hanks gun. Shoot. What else has Tom Hanks done with a gun? 
<laughs> I'm sure he used one to catch me if you can, right? Oh, oh yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private oh, yeah. Ryan. There yeah. you go. So he, he holds guns. I don't know. Puppies can do anything. It's weird to see him as like an action yeah. person. It's a uh, 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 Sam or uh, what did I break on his name? Ramis? Uh, no, uh, the director of the Bond movies. Mendes. Mendes? Sam Mendes. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Maybe that's how they met. Yeah, Sam maybe. Mendes and Daniel Craig. Well, he, Sam Mendes didn't do the first Daniel Craig that is Bond true. movie. So yeah. they, they know each but, other. But Dan, maybe Daniel Craig brought Sam Mendes on. There yeah. Uh, have you guys seen Confessions of a Dangerous Mind with no, Sam Rockwell? But I've heard yes. it's great. That's another really great one. I think George Clooney directed yeah. it. It's really good. That's Isn't more that where drama. it's like a game show host or Yeah, he, he's a game show host who, and, I, and it's based on a, or loosely, at least loosely based yeah. on a true story where he's... Chuck Berry. Yeah, he's, he says he was a hitman for... The CIA. For the CIA, mm-hmm. but, prob- but may not have been actually true, oh, okay. but it's a really, really good movie. And Sam Rockwell's wonderful in it, of mm-hmm. course. Sam Rockwell. It's really about a guy who was nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I, I really appreciate the more character dramatic versions, like Road to Perdition, I probably would love, mm-hmm. as opposed to like, so Smoke and Aces is kind yeah. of a guilty pleasure of mine, mm-hmm. but it's not a good movie, and it's very much just like a crazy shoot em up mm-hmm. yeah. action movie, uh, but also like the cast is great, and that was the There's first- so many people in it. Yeah, that was the first thing I ever saw Chris Pine in. Yeah. There's so. definitely like a goofier genre of like assassin movies. Like I think like mm-hmm. nine, whole nine yards fits into that. I, yeah. which and I, and I, I love that super one. think yeah. is really classic I do and love that super one. funny. Mm-hmm. I still love that movie. And I also think Mr. and Mrs. Smith falls into sure. that category. Mm-hmm. And I really like enjoying that movie too. Just uh-huh. like it's a fun see, one. Like I him. have never seen that. You haven't. Yeah. That's no, surprising. But that is where mm-hmm. the brand Brad and Angelina. Yeah. yeah. Where they met. Um, they both play hitmans, but neither of them know that they work for like rival mm-hmm. agencies. So like they're married and they both uh-huh. have covers and which is like stupid thinking about it now. It's like how do you you're supposed to be a really yeah, good yeah. hitman? You don't know your yeah. husband or wife is like also right. a hitman? Like please. But it's a you cutesy know, setup. But it's that, cutesy. That's on Bravo, I swear, all the yeah. time. Yeah, you should watch it's it. It's a fun movie. Yeah. It's fun. Um but I think so Kill Bill will always be like one of my favorites. I and then you mentioned pulp fiction. It's hard for me to see that just because like not the, not all of them are hitmen, you know. Like there's yeah. different mm-hmm. parts to that. Sure, story. absolutely. But yeah, if you consider it a assassin movie or part of that genre, then sure, uh-huh. that one would definitely be in my top as well. I love the professional. I do too. And I put that. I put that down. That, that is always going to be one of Jean my favorites. Rideau or Jean Reno, Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. I don't think I've ever seen that. It's very young Natalie Portman. She it's was 13 at the time. Fantastic. It is really good. It's based on a French movie. I forget the name of that one. Ugh, God, I just... I thought it was this. I knew it, one. and then I lost it. Well, it's a, it's a French, French movie, director. Oh, okay. And then they made it, like, into... like, Or maybe it has a French title. I, I think there's, remember. like... I think it has a separate... Because there's Leon. Or, Leon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's really great. I thought that was a different movie, though, I guess. No, I think it's... Pretty sure it's just the same thing. It maybe got re-released with the new title Leon, or something. The Professional but Gary Oldman's like so good. Oh, it. it's a great I, well, Everybody's movie. great at it, but Gary Oldman, man, he's it's so good It's such an awesome movie. Um, but yeah, that's probably one of my favorites. I also wrote down The Jackal, which I haven't seen in a while, but I that, remember really, oh, really yeah. liking. No, that's what I hated yeah. because of oh. Richard Gere. I yeah. hate Richard Gere. You don't like Richard Gere. I don't like Bruce Willis. But don't you like Bruce hair. Willis? I love, in that movie? so I love Bruce Willis and I love that he was playing a bad guy. So yeah. that was my biggest takeaway. That and he has a brutal mur- he murders Jack Black really brutally in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but I hate Richard Gere in it so much. Yeah, I know you See, I, that was I the opposite. That was when I was growing up, I always loved Bruce Willis and I thought yeah. that my dad looked like Bruce Willis and so maybe that's funny. like I was like, oh, Bruce Willis is so cool. My dad loved Bruce Willis. As My well. dad did too. That's why we watched it. I used to watch that and like Mercury Rising coming around yeah, at the same time, and they're yeah. not very good. No, at least as in a whole of like uh, Bruce Willis movies. Yeah. But 
But I, we used to, I used to watch them all the time. Last Man Standing, I think, was one with Bruce Willis where he was like a mob. It was a terrible movie with <laughs> Christopher Walken. Uh, but yeah, I grew like up. Like Hudson Hawk was yeah. really bad. But the Jack was one. I was like, oh, this is going to be so good. And then I didn't like that he was a bad guy when I was younger. Sure. I'm so used to seeing I Bruce did. Willis as the good That's guy. That's funny. That's funny. Like, I also wrote down Looper as a which a good. Oh, that's yeah. another Bruce Willis yeah. one. But, but that's that was an interesting take on the hitman thing. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Joseph bad Gordon-Levitt. eyebrows. <laughs> Why did they do that? That was a bad, bad makeup. The movie so was distracting. good, but that was distracting. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, they sold me. I was like, he's Bruce Willis. <laughs> His performance is good. He was no, the performance is yeah. great. I just don't think he needed the eyebrows. No, I th- well, and I think I think they did something to his lip too. But I think oh, okay. that like his performance probably could have sold it enough for me. Yeah. Like I agree. Yeah. No, well, you don't makeup. have to look exactly like Bruce Willis nah. to be a yeah. younger version of him. Nah, Who cares? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I also wrote down Hannah because I think that's like yeah. a underappreciated one that's really yeah, good. I that's like the Hannah. Amazon. Well, no, the it's movie. a series, but there's a movie. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I, Joe the, Wright. The series. I also like that movie. Uh, yeah. On Amazon, I was really intrigued by because I, I really want to see it because it's the same cast. So we, I mean, we kind of stopped watching it, but we got into the killing. All right, but and Joe Kinnaman. It's the same people that the. the uh, the two detectives and mm-hmm. they're in this together. Um, obviously, different characters, but I I like them. I've mm-hmm. never seen a good Joel Kinnaman performance, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was the only thing House that wasn't of Cards. Exciting. I guess I, yeah, I never got to him because I've only seen the first two seasons. But he's really bad in Suicide Squad. He's terrible in RoboCop. I start. I watched like a few episodes of Altered Carbon, and mm-hmm. he was really not that great. It's just something about him bothers me, maybe. But I think I think he was good in House of Cards. I, I heard he was the uh, the writer, the opponent. No. Oh, uh, oh we, yeah. The, he was the pretty boy opponent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I heard he was good at that. And I heard he's good at the killing also. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, this is like a uh, last one I was, I guess I want to mention is Gross Point Blake, which is a John. Oh, Cusack yeah. Movie. I love Gross Point Blake. I love that Blake. one. I've never even heard of that one. Oh, really? It's great. Yeah. It is really great. He goes he's, to his high school reunion. Uh huh. But he's he an tries assassin. assassin yeah. or assassin no, I think, he, well, I think maybe he. Is I can't remember now because it's been a while to watch it. Is maybe he is there to kill someone, but it's his high school reunion too, mm-hmm. so he's like kind of going and he's around. This very town. John yeah. Cusack, very John Cusack, yeah. and it's got Dan Aykroyd and Minnie Driver. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, wow. it's really great. Yeah, it's great. I, I love it a lot. It's a great um, double feature with High Fidelity because they're mm-hmm. similar tone. I haven't seen High Fidelity in forever. I think I saw yeah, like parts of it, it once. You got a double feature for you. I know you John Cusack, and you you know what? I'll how, we'll make a deal. I'll watch some John Cusack movies if you watch some Richard Gere movies. Nah. Because yeah. <laughs> John Cusack's actually good. Oh, okay. Justin's probably seen all the Richard Gere movies. How many Golden Globes has he been nominated for? John Cusack? Yeah. One. Oh, he's one? Okay, yeah. try six, I think, for Richard Gere. <laughs> I don't think But he he's never got out. I think he was nominated six times. Richard Gere has an Oscar, doesn't he? No, no he was never, never been nominated. He didn't win it for Chicago? No, he didn't even get nominated for he Chicago. Got, he got nominated for a Golden Globe, that I think, for Chicago. That is such a sham. The Renee Zellweger one. That is such. I'm so. I'm still so mad about nah. that because I. I have the soundtrack to Chicago and I love the music. Oh, and I'm he like, sucks though. What? His voice. Sucks. I thought he was great. No, no he's, he's fine, but good. his voice is terrible. <sighs> well, his, sorry, Chris. His voice is. I think you would terrible. like uh, arbitrage. 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 That was. He was nominated. That was the last one. I think he was nominated for Golden Globe for. Yeah. With I, uh, he, Susan nah. Sarandon is in that. Uh, Tim. Roth I like him in Runaway Bride Roth, and Pretty Woman. Meh. Pretty, pretty, pretty woman, Runaway Bride. I've seen them. Don't like them <laughs> no. still. I don't like him. I just don't like him. Does he have a face that you can punch? Maybe part of it is his face, <laughs> but I just don't think he's it's very. It's a good. doctor you know, one that he did. Doctor Doctor T and the Women. Doctor T. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was another. That was Sorry. a Robert Altman movie, which is sad, but Robert yeah. Altman. What's the one with the bridge and the lights and the 
The bridges people that died. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, unfaithful. I thought he was great in that. See, I What's don't think he's that What's the movie that I'm thinking of? There's a bridge in that. Bridges no. and lights. And <laughs> bridges Jones' Laura diary. Linney. Laura Linney is in it. Oh, I love Laura Linney. Well, she's in a movie with Richard Gere. You know, a lot of people the butterfly that are good are in butterfly. movies with Richard Gere. So. Guys, come on. What movie am I thinking of? The Butterfly. The Mothman Prophecy. The Mothman oh. Prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> the Butterfly. <laughs> oh, wait. That's Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> yeah. A big difference. Yeah. yeah. No, The Mothman Prophecy. Did you not like that one? No. no. I don't I remember. I don't think I've seen it. Was I actually don't no, it wasn't it, that uh, good. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah. Do you guys have any screens that are screens? No. Oh, I did start uh, watching Dead to Me. And oh, I like it so far. I'm three like episodes it? in. Yeah. Nice. I like Christina Applegate and I really like Linda Cardellini. I love Linda. And it's Cardellini. got an interesting plot. And James Martin in it. James Martin in it. Yeah. In it. <laughs> <laughs> love James Martin besides Sonic because what are you yeah. doing, dude? Uh, Barry season two is really good. I'm an episode behind, but the finale is also this weekend. So there's that I've in Game of Thrones. Uh, also, there's a trailer for this movie called "Always Be My Maybe," which is a really terrible <laughs> title, but it's uh, but it's Randall Park and Ali Wong. It's like a rom com that's mm-hmm. gonna be on Netflix. But mostly, what sold me was that Keanu Reeves is in it. Yeah. He, oh he's at God. the he's at the end of the trailer, and it's such a funny scene. So he's you should having watch a banner year. Yeah, you should watch Keanu. the trailer yeah. just for Keanu Reeves's bit at the end of it. It's so funny. But I love Randall Park and Ali Wong a lot, so I'm kind of excited for the movie because I think they co-wrote it together too, okay. which is cool. Uh, so my screen, it would be the fact that Southern Charm just came back on Bravo. What? It's a really uh, good show. What's Southern Charm? Thanks for listening, everybody. That's <laughs> what is it? I don't even, I've never they heard They live of in that. Charleston. Who's they? Who? People. It's, they follow people around. It's like in their, I don't know, their fifth season of the show, but they just follow people around and it's a, it's a reality show. Oh, that's it's a typical Bravo show. But I, the other screen that I have, um, which you won't be happy to hear, this that show Summer House mm-hmm. that I like no. so much. They're doing a crossover on yes. Tuesday with Vanderpump Rules or Hi. Monday with Vanderpump Rules. So okay. my two favorite Bravo shows are coming together. That's a great screen. I don't know why well, you watch those cute. shows. <laughs> My screaming, my screaming is that those shows exist. Me too, you know what? and that Chris watches them and talks about them. <laughs> they are great shows to just no, have on. They're not. You know what? My screaming now is that you don't you. It's <laughs> <laughs> because you don't like Richard Gere. <laughs> I don't. That's also my screaming. Richard Gere is overrated, <laughs> and there's a reason he's not doing much anymore. Would you I mean, rather he's... watch? Richard Gere's all of his catalog or listen to Chris talk about <laughs> Summer House or Charleston That's Summer a tough one. That catch. is That is That's a tough one. Catch. I guess I'd rather watch his movies. Wow. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah, same. He's, there are good movies in there that he's just not good in. I like I'm Not There. Well, but I wish Richard Gere wasn't there. It's, it's no Summer Charleston sketch. <laughs> it's not, what is going on? Summer House, Southern Charm. Vanderpump rules. No one cares. It's bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for any listeners who might Sorry. like Richard Gere or watch you know, those shows. Moving on, a screen it will be that we're all seeing Aladdin. Yay! Next week. It's a uh, whole new world. I'm gonna predict it's a future scream it. That could be a scream it, actually. Can't wait. I have low expectations. I yeah. I know. Get some Will Smith's genie. <laughs> I think it'll be enjoyable, but not great well we shall find out we shall all right happy birthday to me oh yes (laughs) happy happy birthdays to sarah have a a good day everyone